This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show, and you definitely got tickets. And drinks. Now hurry and make it back to your spot. Pass this person and that person about 20 more. Ooh, watch out for feet. Hey. Just keep going. A little further. Oh, there's your friend. Over here. Right where you want to be. Close enough to see the set list. And they're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. We are joined by some fellow Watford fans today. Here's Peter to introduce them. Hello, everybody. So we're now eight games into the season or 17.3% the way through the fixtures. So we thought it was time that we convene our fans forum on the basis that the club's never going to convene a fans forum. Let's be honest. You see what we did there Uh, and find out how people are feeling at this stage now. Twitter Spaces is immediately after a game. So people are often euphoric or depressed or Uncle Ron or all three. Um, But we're now four days after the Rotherham game, three days before the home game to Reading. So we can be cool, composed and analytical. And that was the reason we invited Mr. Ian Bacon, Mr. Neil Silverstein and Mr. Alex King to join us. And joining us shortly will be Mr. Jason Rose. So we've gone for a real top level of of intellect analytical and yes we're not doing anything on wednesday night <laughs> yeah so we're i'm going to pose i'm going to pose our panel some questions they haven't heard these questions beforehand so they can either respond openly or in fine do not scratch your eyes tradition they can completely disregard and say what they wanted anyway the first question we have won 3 we have drawn 4 and we have lost 1 so far under Rob Edwards. But if this was the start of a school term and it, you're providing the report for Rob Edwards, 
What grade would you give him? And what comments would you be writing for his parents to read when he took the report home? So, Into who the, is yes. ready with their first response then? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll fire away. Um, Mr. Silverstein. Yeah, in, in, love the analogy with it being the way the kids go back to school. Um, I, for a complete report, it's probably too early to say. I've always said 10 games is, is, before, is, is really the metric that I'd look for on judging either a player or a manager. So I'd probably go middle of the rows and, and I'm probably going to show my age and, as to what grades that I use because my kids, their grades <laughs> make no sense to me. So I'll go with a C. Um, and, and, and the comment is that a reasonable start based on results, performance is somewhat patchy. And what I'd be looking for is a reaction and the decisions that are made in the next two to three games because that's an indicator of what, um, the, the student has actually digested, understood, and decided to make. Because that, for me, is the really interesting bit about what, what actually get what happens now. So you've kind of done what I'd call the discovery phase. We've seen the guys on the training ground. He's then made his selection, seen how they've reacted, and, and, and I'm now looking to see where he goes. So for me, massive indicator moving forward on Saturday would be who he plays at the back. And, and I do think that in Mr. Edwards' defence or the pupils' defence, um, there's been some quite disruptive class members that have been distracting him um, in the first part of the term. And it will be interesting to see how he deals with those. You see, you see, people, Mr. Neil Silverstein there, uh, betting extraordinaire, method actor. I mean, you, 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 you were the teacher there. I don't know about anybody else, but I was certainly enjoying that an awful lot. Okay, well, I've, I've got my geography teacher's jacket with suede arm pads. <laughs> and, oh, that takes that takes me back. Look at this. this is the attention to detail we've come to expect. We've come to expect this levels up, Mr. Ian Bacon, sir. What would you say? C up or down? Higher or lower? And what other thoughts would you think? Um, well, how do I follow that? You sure Neil didn't have an advance warning of the question? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I pretty pretty much pretty much agree. Actually, a bit a bit of a, a middle of the the road one. It's um, look, it's a, a lot better than where we were last year and what was happening last year. So take that into into consideration. Although we're obviously playing against different um, opposition and um, some new faces and quite a few gone. Twenty eight, I think, have left in the uh, in the pre season since the end of last season. So yeah, I'd, I'd say about about the same. To be overly critical, I think perhaps too many draws. You know, three wins and f- four draws. We don't want that, that ratio to be the same at the end of the season. So that's something that uh, the classmates need to need to learn from. I agree with what Neil said about some disruptive influences at the at the back of class, perhaps. And you know, let's let's see where we where we go now. Now that the confusion or, or whatever, all the speculation of the transfer window is over as well. We've now got hopefully until January, to, to build on build with the squad that we've we've got. We all know Saul will score some weldies in the World Cup and he, he will then be gone in January. But, um, and miss a penalty. Yeah. And, and miss a, and, <laughs> or and, or and injured miss for six months. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, overall, uh, middle of the road, but more satisfactory than, than not, if, if that makes sense. It's a long, hard slog in the championship and you can't be in top place all, all the time. So it's so it's how you finish, not how you start, sort of thing. A marathon, a marathon, not a sprint, Peter. Other cliches are available, people. Did you agree on a? Did you agree on a C then, Ian? Yes, I did. So, yes, you did, yeah. you agreed on a C. Yeah. Sorry, I was just clar- I was just putting a bit of a clarity. Go on, in, go on in, Carlos. Sorry, you, you've been you've been looking for clarification. 
where are you going to take this? Uh, well, I, I'm going to, as always, I'm going to say say what I think. Um, I'm actually going to give him a B, um, and, it, and and the reason for it is it's it's still a work in progress. It, it, you know, we're at the very start of the term. Going back to the school analogies, nice. and, and, and Rob Edwards has come from a lower a lower set. He's come from a, a lower math set. <laughs> And wow, now, we're Forest Green Rovers, everybody. Big thank you. There. You're welcome. <laughs> well done. Uh, and and now he's now he's in the top set. So it, it's a case of of learning his trade as well, learning on the job at, at at this level, which I think takes time. The question for me is coming out of the transfer window: Has he been fully backed by the club? My opinion, he, he hasn't. He hasn't been fully backed properly. But he's got. He's got a squad that would, you know, barring, in my opinion, Burnley, maybe, that on paper should be up there. And, and I know this division isn't going to be one on paper. It's going to be one on, on points. I, I think if for, for something to say to Rob would be to be more proactive than reactive in, the, in terms of his changes. And, and, I, and I also look at the left-back situation. It is frustrating now. You know, we've, we've got a, a real decent left-wing-back, left-back at this level who he is persistently playing on the right and it isn't working. And I, I, I'll be honest, Peter, are you right-footed? Uh, I'm, I'm no-footed. I'm amb- ambi-footed, whatever that is. Ambi-footed. Well, I'd rather your ambi-foot be on the right-hand side of the pitch than, than play, uh, play in there again because, you know, it, it, it's now it, it's now distracting, I think, that, that whole defence thing. And, it, and just to, to, to clarify that is on the Twitter space at the end of it, I, I wasn't... I was not, I was back in Cabaselli because I think we need or the fan base at the moment needs that guy to get you know somebody to go rah it, it's all his fault we had Trista Kong who was terrible I'm not saying Cabaselli's performances have been great they haven't they've been bad but I think we we really need to settle in that that defensive program for Rob I, I don't know if he really understands or really trusts himself on who goes where at the back and I include the goalkeeper in that. Because I, I, I personally, coming out of that Rotherham game, I was Batman, and I still, I still stand by that. Batman did not do anything to help Cabaselli in that situation, and that's pretty much it for me. That's the roundup. So I'm going for a, a good B, but be more, you know, proactive with your substitutions and and your defensive situations than, than reactive. Good stuff. Take charge. I like that. And whilst and whilst Neil had a geography teacher's jacket, I think everybody should just acknowledge that Carl for the last few years has been growing a geography teacher's beard. And that's another <laughs> level of attention to I, detail I've that we should all be tweet, I could go and get my tweed jacket if you if you wish. <laughs> Let's move across Alex. Yeah. yeah Start so, season report. Where are you going with this? So I'll actually use the new GCSE conversions. Um Oh, no, I'm not going to understand this. Sorry, no, to be fair, I never had them myself, actually, um, but I sort of, through seeing relatives, GC results recently, so I'd give Rob Edwards a uh, a six, which I believe... It's a B, I think, it's a, a B-ish, B. is it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, the same with Carlos. Um, <laughs> we'll see old people all try and do, like, the arithmetic. Yeah. Well, right. uh, <laughs> I'll keep I'll keep a report card, uh, short and sweet. I've written down... Uh, Rob, you're starting well. You've come from a lower set, but you could do better. Um, I would consider dropping Belgian as a subject and maybe consider good work. <laughs> Brilliant. I, I, would maybe, I, I would maybe consider in woodwork putting square pegs into square holes. Like it. Uh, as your classmates were reminded of, 
I would remind you that posts you make on social media could actually affect your future. That would be my report oh, to you, Rob. That, that shows the benefit of thinking time and clarity of it mind. It certainly does. <laughs> and and, and potentially you as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. He's got youth on his side. Bravo, sir. Bravo. That was quality. Well, we have to go over to Justin, who has had maximum thinking time. This this could be the opposite, actually, in all ways of what Alex has just contributed. Because as always, I'm doing this on the fly. Um, yeah, I, I wish I'd actually sat down and written something now, but that wouldn't be my style. I think if you look at what we were serving up last season, we've got not as much to moan about on the pitch this season. I think the results have been fair. I'd Maybe the, the Queen's Park Rangers game wasn't a fair result. Maybe we should have got a draw out of that. That can be debated. But this time last year, we were watching us lose to Wolves at home this weekend last year. And even then, there were doubts amongst certain fans going, this is not going to be a good season. You can just tell this isn't going to be a good season. Now, I think we're we're looking a lot better. Obviously, we're not in the Premier League anymore, so the competition isn't quite as tough, but we still had some tough games to start the season with, and I think we've come through them well. Obviously, some of the stuff that went on in the transfer window with the one minute, you know, this player no longer belongs to us. Oh, yes, he does now still play for us. Okay, what about this one? Oh, he's gone. Oh, no, he is still ours. I mean, that was all very unsettling. The fact that we couldn't play Pedro away to, what was the away game? We couldn't play Pedro. Preston, was it? Preston. Preston. Yeah. So, you know, there's been there's been some unsettlement, I would say. There's always going to be this argument about the right wing back thing. But if we compare what we're watching on the pitch to what we were watching last season, there's been a massive improvement. And so with that in mind, I'm going to stay with the old school uh, scoring (laughs) system, if you don't mind, Alex. I'm going to go for a B as well, because it's more fun to go and watch a football match this season than it was for the entirety of last season. And and on average, you have seen 20 minutes more football per every home game. This, this is week. true. Yes, I haven't <laughs> had to leave on 70 minutes listening to people kicking bins mm. and swearing. So yeah. it is nice. Yeah. And as if by magic, Jason Rose is joining us. So we can get Oh, look at that. Great timing. Now, now we can straight, now straight, we can straight can in the deep end. Yeah. Straight no, in we, the deep we, end. We throw, him, we throw him straight in the drink. <laughs> there you go. Personally, I think it's a B. I think it's been a really good start. He's walked into a bit of a road smash in some respects. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced that he's been the dream that he was probably sold in in April, May. I don't believe is what's. I can't believe he walked into this knowing the full story. You know. Uh-huh. I mean, I come on to some of the other. I'm sure we'll talk, touch on some of the other things like financial problems and that later on. So I, I think personally, he's doing a, he's doing a decent job. I think for me, the, the, this first part was all about getting points on the board, getting us through this first part of the season with regards to the transfer window. Because let's be honest about it, none of us really knew if Saar, Dennis, Zhao would stay. Clearly, two out of three ain't bad, as Meatloaf said. Um, you know, um, you know, and, and I, just, I, I think he's done. A, I think he's done a decent job. I think there are still he's learning on he's learning on the job. There are questions over some of his tactics. I still think there are questions over some of his substitutions. But you know, at the end of the day, I, I think he's, he's still a young guy. He's learning his way. He's still trying to find the best squad. You know, I don't think he helps himself. I think there are square pegs in round holes. We, we've, you guys have talked about endlessly on. Oh, podcasts, you know, and I think we, we will know them. I, I think he's done a decent job. I, I want to see how these next two home games are 
the signs that there is a bit of cohesion. Very nice. So somewhere between a B and a C seems to be the consensus. Lots of people also agree in that probably too too early, yes. But, you know, hey, we're doing it now, so what the hell. But these coming weeks will kind of help kind of understand where we go. Very good. Very good. So we talked about the contents of the chocolate box not being what was on the lid when he saw it in May. In terms of we've just come through a transfer window, we've we've talked about square pegs, round holes. The debate about wanting a right wing back has been done to death. So other than a right wing back, what other position do you wish he had strengthened in the squad before the transfer window closed? And what player would you let go to make way for that person you might want to bring in or that position that you would want to strengthen? Let's start. Let's go back in reverse order, everybody. Let's go to Mr. Jason Rose. Oh, okay. Um, so dead easy for me. Central midfield. If if you look at our squad at the moment, it's brittle in the centre of midfield. I, I'm baffled as to why we let Domingos Kina go. If you, 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 so, let's just take a where we are right now. We basically mm-hmm. got three fit central midfielders. We have uh, Chowdhury, Kiembe, and obviously Dan Goslin. Apart from that, behind that, we've got no one. You know, Cleverly's injured. Loser. A lot of people are pinning their hopes on loser being some sort of second coming. I think it's very, very dangerous. The the guy has barely kicked a ball in six months. I think it's really dangerous. But you get past those two, and then that's it. And you think that, go back to Rob's formation. Rob Rob came to us saying that he's going to play 3-5-2. Well, that relies on three central midfielders. Well, we ain't got three central midfielders. So what we've ended up doing is sort of bastardising the, the, the formation and having a spree of play in the hole or Zhao. And, and I, you know, I don't think we're getting the best out, particularly Jasper. I mean, I, I know, I know some of you guys went to Rotherham on Saturday, like I did. And the poor lad got kicked and pill at the post, you know, and he's going to get this more and more often, you know, Zhao, Zhao's grown up and he, he's learned to deal with it, but poor Asprey is getting kicked everywhere. You know, I think so. That, that's, that's a simple answer for me. Central midfield. Who would, who would I, who would make sure I would get someone else out of the squad. It would be someone like Troost, to make what for wages, you know, purely from a wages point of view. Ooh. So he's um, not, you're not kicking anybody out of that position because we don't have enough. So instead, we're kicking out the Nigerian captain. I'm in, I'm in favour of that always. Well done, nicely done, nicely done, everybody. By the way, and I think I may have forgotten to say first of uh, earlier on, if anybody else can get any meatloaf or indeed big haired eighties hits into your response, I think that's definitely <laughs> worth a bonus point. Speaking of big haired eighties hits, Justin, hello. What do you think? Um, I'm. I'm in agreement, actually, with Jason. I think the the centre of midfield has been uh, overlooked, but, but so has the the centre of defence as well. Um, the fact is that, that our two central defenders are the same central defenders that saw us getting relegated two seasons ago, or whenever it was. Largely, it's uh, it's it's uh, Cabaselli and and Kafkart. So I think we definitely should have improved our centre of defence. Who would I get rid of? Well. Um, I'd probably get rid of one who's only just come in. I'd get rid of Raymond I. I think. I can't see what he's going to contribute that this season at all. He doesn't seem to be winning any favours with anybody, really. Everyone looks baffled when he's on the pitch. What's this guy doing? Uh, I think he even looks a little bit like that. So for me, I would have probably strengthened either in the middle of the pitch or at the back in the middle. And um, yeah, let's, let's ship off Raymond I. I can't see he's going to contribute an awful lot to the team. So far, we're shipping in midfielders, but kicking out defenders. We're bringing in defenders and kicking out attackers. Who knows where we go next? <laughs> Alex, what are your thoughts here? Who are you bringing in and who are you shipping on out there? 
So I kind of agree with the points of Justin and Jason. The, the one player I miss, especially in the championship, I, I do miss him a lot when it comes to our set pieces. Was Alman Abdi? I, I'd love, I'd love a, a set piece taker. Now, whether that is in the pitch doesn't really care to me. However, I think a set piece uh, attacking midfielder would have been lovely. The one player who actually strung strings to mind was Philip Zinkenagel, who, uh, as we're recording oh. today has actually gone to standard Liège. Yeah. Um, so as I said to Adam Lemtal earlier, there's a 70% chance we probably sign him next summer from the Belgian League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, um, yeah, I saw that. Nice. It says of getting rid of a player, nobody's mentioned this man. I think it would probably be blessing uh, Samuel Kalu. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> How old is this person? <laughs> we don't know. Is he yeah, still alive? Like, just, just yeah, I was going to say, I sw- he was, old people say him yesterday. I'm sure he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I say, just a set piece taker because I think we've had on corners so far this season. I think it was Sema, then it was Cleverly, then it was Goslin, then Jao Pedro was taking corners eventually. So we evidently need one. So someone who can take set pieces would be lovely. Set pieces and Kalu hit the road. Right, let's go losing all order here. Mr. Ian Bacon, sir, who are you thinking is past their sell-by date and who do you think we should be shipping in? What area should we be strengthening? Well, I know you said to exclude right wing back, but um, because of the other... <laughs> yeah, the ignoring other position, me, and we do. Because the other positions on the field have been taken up, that's where I'm going to go. This is um, what I like to see. Somebody goes, I know you said those for the rules, but I'm, I'm disregard for the rules. Yeah. <laughs> well, done. well done. I've listened to you for too long tonight. tonight. Yeah, you know there's no rules. Although yeah. we make we say them, they ignore yeah. them. Exactly, well done. Um, because I, because I, I agree with what's um, what's been said um, b- before me, especially about set pieces. Let's get a corner past the first man oh, in the championship. Couldn't agree more. Please. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't Please. agree more. But yeah, right wing back. I know, I know you said about pinning too much hope, perhaps on loser. Perhaps people are perhaps doing that on Ingakia. Now I really like Ingakia, <laughs> and I think he's going to be could be a, a top player at this level. But he needs a run of 15, 20 games not to come in and play play bit parts because that doesn't do his confidence um, any good and it affects his performances I think it was yeah. last season was it away at Man U he was brilliant away at Man U but then he was dropped the game game after yeah. I, I think so I think we need a solid right wing back behind him because again he, he had a poor season last season and, and who didn't but Kiko was outstanding at this level two seasons ago and I think that Saar wouldn't have won player of the season that season if it wasn't for that they had Kiko linking up yeah. so well with him down, down the right hand side um, so I'd go for another um, right wing back and, and I'd ship off Gaspar because I haven't seen anything from that man yet. So let's go to Mr. Neil Silverstein and then we'll come to Carlos to round us up. Can I can I agree with any of the previous players or is my challenge even harder that I've got to find a different player? It's hard being last, isn't it? There's no rules, Neil, so you do what you want, mate, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah, I think, really? I think we should we should all take inspiration from Ian's complete disregard yeah. of, the, disregard. of the, the loose guidelines provided. <laughs> Right, so, so I, I, I'm going to chicken out and, and go with, um, and, I, and I've got the squad listing in front of me, just there's no random that had appeared that I wasn't aware of. Um, the, the logic behind Kalu is so sound, I can't argue with it. So he would be the one to go purely because it just absolutely adds nothing that we've seen, um, and he'll probably be dead before Christmas. Um, <laughs> as, oh, I mean. There's a there's the start of the podcast, everyone. In fairness, <laughs> in fairness, he is the only member of the squad who could be added to uh, Do Not Scratch Your Eyes hosting team and actually take the average age upwards. So you know, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, and and then as, as far as bringing a player in, I, I kind of I do agree with the set piece element because we've since Abdi, we've really not had anyone that can deliver with consistency. 
But the, the other attribute that I'd like to add to this mythical set piece taker that we've now got playing whatever number, uh, playing 28 for Kalu, is someone with real leadership qualities. So somebody that gets round the team on the pitch and gets into them and, and really becomes the lieutenant on the field because that's we missed that so badly last year. And I can't see anybody that's exhibiting that so far. I'd just, like just like to jump in there. And I, I do agree with Neil completely. And I think that's part of the reason why we're so slow at starting games. We haven't really got anybody that's going around. I watched them particularly on Saturday at Rotherham and they were they sort of lolloped their way out to the, you know, there's no sort of urgency about them. You know, Kafka is the captain at the moment but he's not really, he's not a tub thumper, you know, he's not someone that's going to be running around sort of beating chests and that. So I, I completely agree with Neil. I think someone like that, you know, <laughs> is a must. The only other thing I was going to say about set piece takers, it'd be nice if someone, if we had someone could take, actually take a throw in because Ken Semmer had one of the worst <laughs> throw ins. Oh, Robert. Oh but, my God. Dear Lord. Yeah, but, the, 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 but that whole point, right, that, that you know, with, with, with Sarah and Pedro in the side, we're probably going to win more throw ins than we have. And, and, and again, this goes back to Edward's, coaching and is he learning from what he's seeing because every throw-in is an opportunity to, to create something if the structure and if there's some form of patterns that are, that are worked on in training not sure they do but to go back to the captain bit for me get someone with real real bollocks that leads them and you watch every other single player on the field goes up by 10 percent yeah. Oh, this is good. This is good. I, I especially like the fact that you got the squad list out just to make sure you weren't missing an opportunity to send somebody out first of all. <laughs> Priority number one, who are we shipping out? Then we'll worry about what we're bringing in. Carlos, Carlos, come on, sir. You've been home and away an awful lot. Who are you going to strengthen? Yes. Or where are you going to strengthen and who are you going to send back in? Well, uh, yeah, again, uh, complete disregard for the rules, uh, Peter, as you, as you well know. I enjoy. Something um, I admire. I, I pretty, yeah, yeah. I pretty much agree with everyone in 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 the sense of of, of what they've said, and a, a few people have picked different areas. Uh, and I think that kind of sums it up. What I want to say, I, I think the whole transfer situation at the club is completely wrong. It's completely backwards. They they haven't. Again, I said this at the start. They haven't backed Rob properly because we wouldn't be talking about a right back if they had. The, the centre of midfield was more of a concern for me than the right back situation because the the one thing that I feel not necessarily a, a player to bring in, but going off what Nils just said, they're a leader, but and a bit of physicality in that midfield as well because we look we look really light. You know, if you talk about. Cleverly, Goslin, you know, the players that have played most of the games, you see, there, there isn't a lot of physicality in there. And we're talking about set pieces and, and things like that. Apart from the, the guys that have come in on loan, House, Horse, Hearse, <laughs> wherever his bloody name is. I mean, he looks an absolute yeah. monster, um, which which is great. And and Davis up front, again, looks looks a real deal at, at Rotherham. I, I really liked him. Back to Chow- goal, and Chowdhury. Don't forget Chowdhury. Um, Always forget Chowdhury. <laughs> <laughs> Does he play for Watford? Does he play for Watford? <laughs> yes. Does some, he? Anyway. some people forget uh, it. But just, but yeah, but that's because we've got bio. Yeah, but Chowdhury's Chow, done really well. And, and as a, a player that's come in to, to play, they, they just slow the game down so much in that midfield. And I don't know if Lou, uh, people are saying that oh, we want losers to come back. And I agree because we saw what he did when he was, in, you know, in the Premier League and he, he can control the game there. But, I'm worried that we're all pinning our hopes on this man that might also slow the game down because he's he's got the ability to do that. So I think the whole transfer policy has been 
shite. I'll, I'll go that far. Okay, um, so that's you, that's you, that's who you're got, recruiting. You are recruiting an improvement in transfer shite. policy. Who are you kicking out? <laughs> uh, all, all the players that that should have gone in that. So, like, so Tom Cleverley's legs are gone. I mean, there's so many I could. We 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 should have all these players like Danny Rose and all those that have gone, which are great. Penyaranda, great. Gone, 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 gone. There's probably five or six that should have gone with them. Because if we're going to do this, if we're going to actually re-fucking get all this gone, there's there's a lot of change that's got to go on in that midfield. Can, can I change? Can I make a last-minute change? Uh, why not? I mean, of course you can, Neil, because there's no rules here. There's no so, rules. Carlos, no rules. I'll get rid of Gia Alta. Ah, there we go. Yeah, I would, yeah. Gira, yeah. Finally. There you go. There you are, Neil. There you are. Kick him and his blue butterfly menagerie out of the place. Right. Yes, I'm with that. Done. Social Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Ashley Blaker, and I'm hosting a new season of the comedy panel show, Never Write Off the Germans, in partnership with my diesel claim. Join me and my esteemed comedy guests as we discuss all that's ridiculous with the greatest show on earth this winter in a host nation with domestic football equivalent to the Isthmian League South. We'll guide you through the tournament, covering everything that's funny with the countries taking part. Whether you're a diehard fan... Or an occasional bandwagon jumper just supporting your home nation until they're embarrassingly knocked out by Iran. Listen on the Sports Social Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. But remember, never write off the Germans. There you go. Now, no no meatloaf songs displayed in that round, but I, <laughs> I appreciate the fact I appreciate the fact that Neil went in there and called Gioretta when he needed to go get him out. Hi, this is Gifton Noel Williams, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. So we've talked about we talked about the transfer window. I mean, you know, in, in fairness, Carlos has spoken about the entire transfer window as a concept in detail. Um, and we've talked about Rob and what he's done so far. We now need to get on to shout shout up. Almost almost definitely, but I wouldn't look for it. So far, we have gained 13 points from a potential 24 available. So between now and the break for the World Cup in November, we've got 13 games to play. What number of points do you think we will get? That's between 0 and 39 before anybody has to come up with said 45. The games are, the, obviously, this Saturday, third place, Reading at home. We play seventh place currently, Blackburn away. Eighth place, Sunderland at home. Stoke, we play away on a Sunday not on a cold Tuesday night for anybody who likes that, who currently sit in 20th. Fonzie at home, who are currently in 19th. Blackpool away, who are 11th. Norwich riding high in second after a great run after a bit of a dodgy start is at home. Millwall are 14th currently. We play away. We play some rabble from near Junction 10, uh, (laughs) who are currently sitting 18th, which is about six places above where they should be. We play them at home. And we play Wigan, who are 15th away. We play Cardiff, who are 27th. Second, which is quite a shock. I thought they were going to do something this season. Away, we played Coventry at home, who are bottom of the league, but they've had problems, obviously, because they haven't been able to play their their games at home. And finally, we played Bristol City away, who are fourth. So, out of a potential thirty nine in the next thirteen games, points prediction. So, this is going to be a relatively fast round until people start disregarding the rules and saying something different entirely. Justin. Justin, let's start with you, sir. Yeah, I think if we uh, go fast out the blocks like a bat out of hell, so obviously there's the meatloaf reference there. All right, yeah, I've well done, sir. Yeah, oh, I'd be I'd be happy if we got twenty or above. To be honest, um, no, got to have a figure. 
You want an I actual know, figure. Let's, let's you, go you can wait. disregard the rules all your life, but no. I still need a whole number. <laughs> none, none, none of this rich WFC two and a half nonsense. Okay. All right. So if you want an actual number, I'm going to say 20 points out of 39. 20 points out of 39. Mr. Silverstein, you're a man who knows his numbers and knows about forecasting the correct result. What are you thinking? So heaven can wait whilst I compose myself. There he goes. Outstanding. Outstanding. Yeah, see, I'd do anything for love. Oh, for crying out loud. Yes. <laughs> Loving it. Everyone's got their meatloaf album out going. What else? Oh, yeah. All revved up, no place Pitch to go. Can't hell, use that baby. one. Yeah. God, you're a dead ringer for love. Yeah, yeah. God, yeah. You've, got, you've just got to remember rock and roll dreams come true. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's, he's reading uh, off Spotify now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. took the words right out of my mouth. Oh, my yeah. God. Enough. Right. Enough. Oh, God. I feel sick. <laughs> was that one? Where was no, that off? one? Yeah. yeah. Right. So, um, God, number 25. 25. Wow. If you want some logic there, I've gone. Yep. I think we win most of the away, uh, the home games, draw quite a few of the away games, and teams with like bollocks and a decent <laughs> strong midfield, we lose to. <gasps> not a dry how, not a dry eye in the house. Yeah, put the CDs oh, away that. now, please, everybody. Put the Sorry? CDs away now. That's enough. Zero, yeah, no, 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 it's, it's all coming back to me now. Wait. Put the CDs away <laughs> now, please. Just Alex. read them and we. Yeah. We're going to come to Alex, everybody. We're going to come to Alex. More for anything other than the fact that he's not of an age where he's going to be able to pull out meatloaf songs every five seconds. He's no, no idea where meatloaf is. No place to go. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> enough. Uh, I've, gone, I've gone 39. You're oh, 39. Right. Well, there you go. Crazy what, man. What are you no drinking? Surrender. Is what I would no say. No surrender. First team wins and go home. No, if you want a more realistic one, please. I yeah. did go 20. I did go 27. Um, 27. Positive. And my approach every game is is win or no surrender. So, yeah. And and what are you what are you forecasting for the game against Junction Ten? All we need is a win, draw, or a loss. Uh, I have gone. I have got a win because if I went for a loss, I think my uncle would. Mr. Jason Rose, how many points do you see in our immediate horizon? Yeah, so I agree with agree with the guys really. I mean, I, I've just had a quick sort up, so I, I make it. We've got six home games, so I would say you know by the law of averages, we'll probably we we'll win four of them, draw one, lose one, and then it really is it is is a bit of a, a roll of the dice when it comes to the away games, really. So I, I would go any. I, I'll go for like twenty two points or something, somewhere around that figure. It's so difficult to say. I, I agree with what the guys have been saying. You know, I do think there's a soft underbelly to this side. I do worry about the injuries and injury, injuries and suspensions because you know uh, Hamza Chowdhury. Because I don't know if you know he plays Watford now. Um, <laughs> he um, he uh, he's a walking yellow card. You know, so yeah. you know he's one that worries me. You know, five five cards will soon soon stack up, particularly as as the games get more frequent. The games will stack up and the, the bookings will stack up and. Yeah, uh, he. He'll never reach the Hollybass levels, though. Oh, no one will. You know that that that's Halicon days that we <laughs> we can talk to our grandchildren about. You know, no, uh, honestly, I, I think that's what that's what concerns me. The the, the Saturday Tuesday Saturday Tuesday thing. I think we'll we'll, we'll bite. We'll st- not just us. I think it'll be the whole league as a, as a whole. But it, it's going to be it's going to be tough times, and I think the away games in particular. You look at some of them; they're, they're going to be grim. You know, I can imagine some of our players turning up to, you know, some of those places. Wigan in particular, Wigan will be an interesting one where the ground's virtually empty. 
you know, um, I remember going up there with the promotion push last time under Djukanovic and, um, you know, on a Tuesday night, I think it was, and the place was virtually empty and, you know, it, it was, it was quite a, quite a, you know, rude awakening. So 22. And do you think we'll, we'll, you said four wins, one draw, one loss at home. They're the them, home games, yeah, yeah. Yeah, them against that one against uh, you know, uh, you know, Bedfordshire lot. Oh, the airport people. Um, yeah, that's yeah. it. The baggage handlers. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Airport people. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think it'll be a draw. I think, I think that lot tend to raise the game, no matter where they are in the league. You know, where they are, it doesn't seem to matter. We don't. I mean, you guys have been as many many of these games as as I have. Yeah, yeah. We don't. We never seem to turn up. We, we seem to think it's another game and they tear into us for half an hour and we wonder what the hell's going on. It's, it's, I, I, I think a draw. Very good, very good. Mr Bacon, sir. I'm going 26, uh, seven wins, five draws. Quite concerned about that lot up the road when we play mm. them, just because I think where we've spoken about it before, we don't have that leader on the pitch to put the foot on the ball and perhaps put the foot down somebody's calf muscle. Um, <laughs> um, more, more importantly, like that. Um, I'm a bit, a bit worried about that, and I can see. Um, I think it'll be a draw, and I can see the, the way that he runs around and he he does fight to get the ball back if he loses a extra Jao Pedro. I reckon Jao will get sent off in that game. So I think he'll just the red mist will, will come come over him. So I think he gets it. Bit worried about that game. Carlos, we need a we need a points prediction from you. Thirty Ooh. points. Oh, uh, the most positive Ooh. of everybody there is Carlos. And are we going to uh, beat, draw, or lose at home to uh, to those people with no opposable thumbs? <laughs> Four 0 Watford. Oh, in the Australian <laughs> there, son. Is that, side, is that side of your drinking or is it, is it something else? Are you on the toilet duck again? I think we're smashing. I think we're smashing. I think we're smashing. I do. I'm going to stick a fiver on that. I generally do. Go on, Neil. Put a fiver on it. Four blame Carl when you lose your fiver. Oh, Neil. I can't do it quite yet because it's not and, and, available. But when he comes yeah, in, yeah, I'll tell you what, Neil. Right, if you if you don't win it, I'll give you your fiver back. If you do win it, if you do win it, we're going on the beers. Yeah, exactly. No problem with that at all. <laughs> and then we'll do a podcast after that whilst on the beers. Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I've done it in worse states. To be it has never stopped him before. I have to say, <laughs> tired and emotional. So I'm going to ask you now for, and I appreciate we're only not eight games in, but let's face it, we did a player of the season so far after three games. So let's face it, we have no idea about what's appropriate and what's not. But I want a player of the season so far who is a permanent Watford signing, a low knee of the season so far, and a young player of the season so far. And your definition of young can be whatever the hell you like, because we all know what you all think of my rules. So it's going to be three names Permanent loan, young player of the season. Let's start with Mr. Neil Silverstein. So I'm going to set the rules, Pete, because you do need to keep some control. And once <laughs> the name has been used, you can't use it again. No, 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 no. We can't be over here crying. We can't no. live within these parameters. Well, then go join another. <laughs> what podcast. is this nonsense? Um, so, so uh, permanent, it has to be Jao Pedro. Very good. Can't. Can't see past him. Loan? Somewhat limited to the choice, isn't it? Yes. Dowdry. He's done that yes. deliberately. And, and ah. then young Aspria. Young players in Aspria. Very good. Very damn, good. Damn you, Mr. Silverstein. They were my choices. Well, Sorry, let's go Justin, to Justin then, eh? Think again. <laughs> Um, so you, you, had, you so, had exactly the same. Yeah. So for me, it would be Pedro as the uh, as as the as the player. Uh, it would be Espria as the young player, and it would be Chowdhury as the lone player. But there's no. I don't think there's any debate around that. To be honest, mm. 
Oh, hello. Up your pipes. There we, Here we go. go. Brilliant. Mr. Rose, we're, we're going over to our Didcot correspondent uh, and chicken dinner enthusiast. Jason, <laughs> yeah, what are you yeah. saying? Um, well, my opinion, it's only my opinion, but yeah. I think if we're going to get promoted, I think the goalkeeper's going to be the player of the season. I think I think Batman's going to be player of the season because I just think that's the way we, that's the way we, we're sort of wired. Lone sign, I think what I saw at uh, Rotherham, I think Courtney Hall's or Howe's, his horse. Ask him tomorrow. I would say he's going to be very impressed with him. I think he's built for the championship. I was very, very impressed with him. They literally bounced off him. The young player is so difficult. I'm going to go something slightly different and I'm going to pin my money on Jeremy Ngakia. Come on. Ooh, this is a prediction. Okay, all right. Don't get me wrong. I think, I, don't get me wrong. I'm not daft. I think Esprit is amazing and I think he's 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 going to be the next big thing, I would say. But I think Jeremy Ngakia, if I had to go someone else, I, you know, I, I'd like him, to, we talked about it earlier, I'd love him to get a run in the team. You know? No, 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 Ngakia, no, Ngakia, let's face it, he could come in and pick up that right wing back spot, yeah. be the hero of the season. Speaking of hero, heroes of the season, Mr Alex King, sir, who are you putting down for permanent loan and indeed young player of the season? So I've gone uh, permanent Batman, just a bit different from Pedro, really. I think Batman's been class, like Jason was saying. Um, and he, he's basically kept in the burner game. We lost that game if we had the YouTuber in goal from last year. <laughs> my, lone sign, uh, my lone signing of the season would be this Hassan Kamara chap we've picked up off of Udinese. Hey, oh, very good. Oh, very, very, very good. Bravo, sir. Yeah, very good. Um, and uh, young player season would, yeah, for me, be a spreeer, um, even just based on his the performance at Preston alone, I was mesmerised watching him. Speaking of mesmerised watching him, what a Carlos, <laughs> Carlos, I, yeah, just throw this together. Carlos, I think it's time that you told us who's your permanent, who's your loan, and who's your young player of the season. Well, young player of the season, I can't look past Spreer. I've got to be honest. I think he's um, he, he's going to come on leaps and bounds. Loan is a difficult one. Well, permanent, I'm going to go with my man, who I uh, <laughs> oh, go on. I've been backing go on. all Do season. It. Do it. Bayo. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to back my man, who's going to uh, be the not only top goal scorer at Watford this season, but he's also going to be top goal scorer in the championship. Oh my god! Um, so I'm going to go with him. Have you been taking your meds again? He's nice to toilet duck. It, listen, you mock me. That's fine. Listen, the, the two boys here, Peter and Justin. He scored one spout, since they, then. Carl, it's, it's a long season. I'm talking, Justin. I'm it's talking. a long season, my friend. I'm talking. Okay. I'm talking. They fell beneath my sword because they doubted Did we bollocks? what I was saying. No, no, no. Okay? He so, scored. Excuse me, I'm still, I haven't finished, on, Justin. Uh, Peter's scored. asked me a question. <laughs> Peter's asked me a question. Right, so I'm going with that. It's all about opinions, this, so I'm allowed it. <laughs> I'm going to regret that, aren't I? I'm really going to you regret are, that. And then, and then, loan, I'm, and then loan, I'm clipping loan-wise, this. I'll, loan-wise, I'll go with uh, Mr. some guy with big hair, Chowdhury or something. Oh, Chowdhury, yeah, him. Chowdhury. Yeah. <laughs> Chowdhury, yeah. Oh, right, let's come back to some some level of normality, please. Mr. Ian Bacon. Well, I'm going to... Neil looks like he's having some sort of emotional... <laughs> yes, not even Neil's going to bet on Can that. Can you blame it? <laughs> put your money in get it in so, so we, we, we've now got Bayo to score against the lot up the road for how many of four goals Carlos uh, uh, Hattrick oh my four god nil, four nil Bayo Hattrick what's going on I let me know, know the odds on that yes. I, so I, I I can't get enough zeros on the end of that in fact it's just <laughs> I would fuck off you an idiot <laughs> 
<laughs> in fairness, in fairness, you're going to need that prize money if that actually comes off just to build a statue for Bio, which are, let's face it, are not words anybody expected two weeks ago. <laughs> Listen, no. if that happens, I also need a statue. Yeah. <laughs> Ian, Ian, sir, come on then. What well, do you think? Well, while Carl suffers from the concussion that he's offering, obviously <laughs> suffering from at the moment, I'm going to stick with who I said after three games, and I'm going to go see outer for, for permanent. Because I do think he has made a difference at, at the back. Just he can put his foot in. He has got a calming influence at the back as well, I think. He never looks flustered like perhaps some Belgians might do. So I'd go Sierra Alta. For loan, I did have Kamara. But I'll go, just based on his potential for us, I'll go Davis. Oh, okay. Um, and young yeah, player, be because I, I still I think he fits into this um, category, I'll go João Pedro, just for somebody different from oh. Spreer. Nice damn done. He's done. He's done well there, isn't he? Let's be he's, he has done well. He's gaming the system there. I have to say, he's as, done well. opposed, as opposed to Carlos, who's having a senior moment, which is a nice touch. Look, why why can't you get behind Bio? Final what's question. Final <laughs> question. You can't. You dead there. That's brilliant. Yeah. Can, can we do another podcast just ripping into Carlos's <laughs> latest theory? It's got it's so much mileage. Listen, you, it's one, we'll, do you know what this is? This is one of those things where you buy a pair of trousers that everybody thinks are terrible, and you know they're terrible, but you keep wearing them, telling yourself they look really good. <laughs> this is what we're getting ourselves into. I'm just, here. Support, I'm just supporting my team, like you guys. That's all. Don't don't hate <laughs> don't hate the player. Hate the <laughs> game. That sounds like a David Beckham biography, but never mind. <laughs> right. So, final question, everybody. Final question. Well, but it's a two-based question here. I want two grades from you. And again, you can go GCSE or traditional, old style, whatever you wish. I want you to give a grade, heard earlier on about uh, Carl's desire to rip up the very fabric of reality. But before that, he was wanting to rip up our transfer policy. I want a grade for the Potso's transfer window as it is and what it would have been had they signed a right wing back. So I need two scores. How much, and we'll see what the grade losses from not having made that uh, that decision. Let's start with Mr. Justin Beatty. Hello. So, uh, well, I think it's it's probably a C, isn't it, for the for the actuality of it all. I think we were kind of like I say, there's all that messing about with who was going. That that really unsettled it all. But in the end, you know, you could argue that the only position we haven't strengthened is. The, the, the right wing back position if we're going to nitpick if we'd got a, a right wing back in then it probably would have been a B it was never going to be an A because I don't think they've done anything spectacular um, average I would say I'm going to give them a C from a C would have been a B Jason Rose sir um, I'm firmly in Justin's camp on this yeah so I'd, I'd definitely a C it's very average they've tried to go quality over quantity really they, they you know and I appreciate that they've brought in some decent guys you know that that some good championship loanees. If they've been, if they've got the right wing back in of a similar quality, we would be a B, a B straight, no problem at all. I, uh, taking one of Alex's points earlier on, you know, um, if we could do it all over again, I, I think we should have kept uh, Philip Tinkernagel. I think we, we should have kept him because of his, his experience on the championship with Forest. You know, and I, I think they, they, I cannot believe, you know, one and a half million pounds was, was, it just seems such a real poor amount I just don't get it but anyway okay <laughs> Mr Ian Bacon sir what are you saying Justin's hitting the nail on the head there absolutely um, you know it's, it's a C based on, on what we've had um, totally agree that the 
all the speculation about Sarah and Pedro, etc., probably derailed things um, a little bit. And if we had brought in a a right wing back of of quality, then we'd probably be sitting on a B. I shouldn't think there's many teams that get an A. Um, Man City might, um, <laughs> might, might. But, but, but I'm, I'm looking forward to them buying Bio for 200 million and us getting Harland yeah, on course. loan. So. Yeah, 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 <laughs> brilliant. But, but yeah, that's what I go a, a C for what happened and a B from from where it where it could have been. Very good, Alex. We've had lots of C's and B's, but now we're coming into the world of GCSE grades. Where do we take this? <laughs> I'll keep it to letters. Um, I'm going to go a bit lower. Uh, I think I think a D grade um, for currently. The signing of Keenan Davis is maybe in part this, but none of the side to me, none of the signings were exciting. I don't know if that sounds controversial when I say that. No. Um, I thought it was sort of the bare minimum, at, and for a club that said they were going to change up their approach and fully back a manager. Personally, don't think they've done that enough. You know, we go back to the, the Kuchar analyst thing about the rule of 11 and then decided to bring in two foreign strikers despite saying that they were getting rid of foreign strikers for that reason. And then obviously compiled with, I don't think, signing enough cover at, at right wing back. And I, I hope it works out for Ngakia. I, I really like the guy. I'd hopefully he turns into a good signing. Maybe with that wing back, I, I would push it up to a C, but I don't know if it's going against the grain, but it doesn't excite me, the players that have come in, if that makes sense. It's not making me go, oh, it's a new squad, it's a new idea, it's a fresh manager. Let's let's all go. That, maybe that's just me. I think that might be to do, Alex, is more to do with the fact that a lot of the people, there are a lot of people stinking the place out still. I think that's probably more to do with... And I think that's with... another reason as well. Like the players that you maybe thought some players, I'm not going to name individuals, but you thought some players... Go on. Evidently weren't good enough to see you. Um, friends here. No one else is listening. Come on. <laughs> he won't Come say, on. but they're Belgian. Well, I, I, well like, you, you know what I mean? I, I guess sort of the defence who who got us relegated and were the reason why we got a lot of losses last year's reason we didn't stay up are all still at the football club. Yeah, like I say, for for a, for a chairman who said that they'd back the new manager, I thought maybe, I know the rebuild could take a long time, I admit that, but I would like to have seen progressive changes already even, and I don't think that's happened. Very good, very good. Carl? I'm going to agree with Alex, uh, a D for me, because I don't think enough was done, not just on the right back, but as I've already said, the... Uh, the centre mid as well. I think we're just we're very light in there. The loney signings have probably made it feel a little bit more comfortable in in terms of what what we've done. Just I was just looking up on Amazon. I was just looking on Amazon. Can I find a crow that sits on your shoulder? And I might wear it for every game. It just sits there. Well, anyway, yeah, biggest I, fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we were linked with Archer from Villa quite yeah. heavily. And, you know, if I just feel if we got that over the line, whether it had been a permanent deal or whatever, I, I would have felt a whole lot better about it. But with, with with the right back probably being added, I would probably go up to a B. Okay. But at the moment, I sit on a D. So we all feel that Rob Edwards is performing in terms of grades a step up yeah, from yeah. the level of support he's had. Is that reasonable? Yeah, I think that yeah, is. Yeah, definitely yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rob, Rob's very good at playing the, the the game, as it were. I mean, it's obviously, it's, it's it seems to have cost two premiership managers their jobs by speaking their mind about what's going on above them. But so Rob's mm-hmm. done a, a very reasonable job in, in sort of playing the game, as it were. But you cannot tell me, no matter what he says, that he had a say in bio 
Manai, Gaspar, I'm not having a bar of it. You know, the other three, the three low knees, I can sort of get it. You know, Courtney <clears throat> uh, obviously <laughs> has worked with Rob before. So I can see that. Davis, I can see that. And Chowdhury, I can see as well. You know, that Rob's probably they've gone to him. But the other, no, I'm not having a bar of it. And he's, he's played the game and I just... But the, the, just to try and keep some semblance of Jason, your point there, it looks like Rob's got influence in loans, but not permanent signings. Yeah. That's a fair yeah. assumption. If, if, you, if you break it down when you, we, you've put it in there, and whilst that's the worry, isn't it? Because we all know why they don't want to relinquish the control or, or influence on the permanent signings. Yeah. I, I half get that, though, in the, in the sense of when you look at the business that's been done with, like, Dennis buying him for what we bought him for and then turning him out at that yeah, profit in, but, in but that you, period of time. You either are backing your manager come hell or high yeah. water... Or you're saying that, and then not doing that. We didn't get we didn't get Neil's score on the uh, on on that that grade for the Potsos uh, now, oh. or, in, or, or in the multiverse where they signed a right wing back. You see where I went with that? All oh, multiverse, like it. We're back on that yeah. again. We, we are right. Um, <laughs> so is this the last answer on the last question? This is the last. Uh, this is the definitive answer. So, so my Over answer is going to set the tone for how it closes. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely, always. <laughs> right. Let, let me power. just get a coin out and work out which answer. No, for me, um, it's a U. Oh, wow. Well, I'm looking forward to this explanation. Radable, like it. Everybody and, and, leans in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come closer, come closer. Um, it, it, that stands for, and it's not a, a, a traditional GCS grade, but it, it, it's unproven, uninspired, and unsure. Like it. Yeah, it's good. And because the, the, the challenge I've got is that the the, the business that was done and, and predominantly the loan, Davis coming in and then not being available for what was it three weeks? Yeah, got to question the logic and the sanity in that. Okay, and, and we only know what we what we've been told, and the only thing that I know about that is it's not the whole picture or the truth. So it, you you just question. I, I ask questions about the the logic that's been applied there. How's blatantly obvious. And, and Jason, you made the point earlier about the way that he plays. Um, and you also made the point about the bookings. From what I've seen, he plays the ball rather than sorry, he plays the man before mm-hmm. the ball. So I do think that he may well be someone that is is probably absent quite a bit. And so I don't think that I've seen enough of the transfer activity to to grade those that have come in. The bit, the other bit is that if you go back to I think Alex made the point about the transparency and. Dutchman's statement about learning from our mistakes and not doing it again. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm not convinced that they've actually delivered. So this is where I'm unconvinced that they've actually done what they said they were going to do. Right. And all of that, it, it, it kind of undermines. And there you go. There's another you. Everything that Edwards is trying to do. So it, 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 that, that's a you. And if they signed a right wing back, it's still a fucking you. Right, because they've made more issues and, and more they've not corrected enough for just one signing to make a difference. <laughs> there you go. Can't people. argue with that. There really. you go. No, 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 really, I was waiting for underpants. I don't know about anybody else, but that's yeah. excellent. Very, very, There's more very good. Than underpants. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, for all of your uh, all of your contributions. Um, and for all of you who completely ignored any form of guidelines that I thought in preparation for this, quite rightly. Well done. Thank you once again, everybody. So a huge thank you to Mr. Ian Bacon. Thank you very much to Mr. Neil Silverstein. Thank you very much to Alexander King. 
I still remember. And to Mr. Jason Rose, who's living in a world of Ikea boxes. Some of us know what that means. Some of us don't. Excellent. Yes, thank you very much, everybody. Uh, Enjoy the rest of the season. We will catch you guys soon and get you on again for your opinions when we've uh, played a few more games. uh, And, uh, well, probably the World Cup when uh, we've got 20 points, I'm predicting, of course. Um, So we'll see. We'll see how we go from there. Excellent. Thank you for joining us, uh, everybody. We'll see you soon. Podcast Network. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.